Yo, yo, welcome back to Collective Language. Today is a beautiful day here in Bushwick. <laughs> and um, I'm here with the eclectic Rojo, Rohan. Hell yeah, man. What's, Hell yeah. What's going on, man? What's going on? How you feeling today? I feel good, man. I feel good to be here with you for real. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. So, um, let's just let's just get right into it. So, what's your name? Uh, where are you from? What are your pronouns? All right. Pronouns, he, him. My name is actually Johan. Oh. When I'm wearing red, you can call me Rohan. <laughs> Yeah, that's how it works now. Um, I come from a town called Los Teques. Los Teques, yeah. A lot of people, when I said this, they say Aztecas. <laughs> it's Los Teques. Uh, yeah, it's in Venezuela. So it's a really small town close to the capital. Venezuela. So. How did you get from Venezuela to fucking Bushwick? <laughs> yeah, man, Brooklyn? that's so long. Well, to be honest, there's a lot of Venezuelans, right? Here. Really? Yeah, right now. Like, they yeah. are just crossing the borders. It's, oh, it's, shit. It's going crazy. But I came in long ago, in 2015. Okay. Um, I was following my dreams, man. I wanted to do audio engineering. Okay. And I got a chance from a friend who suggested me this college. And I got some scholarships. Okay. So I came here. Which, which college? It's called Full Sail in Florida. Full Sail. Yeah. Oh my God, yo! My I think my homie's about to start at Full Sail. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. it's great. I, I gotta say, to us, it's very expensive. Like, mm. towards the end of the my time there, I was out of money, man. Damn. I was struggling hard, yeah. But I learned a lot of stuff. It's right. really helpful for real. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were you were over there in Florida. And then where did you go from there? I came straight here. I didn't like Florida, man. Florida is not my kind of yeah. people and my kind of, I don't know. I wasn't having fun there. Everything's too far away. <laughs> you need a car. Yeah, Los Texas is, is my, my hometown is small, but there is a very efficient like bus and mm -hmm. there's some subway stations and stuff. So I was used to move by myself everywhere. Yeah. I couldn't do that in Florida. So I researched a little bit about cities here in the United States. Mm -hmm. There was San Francisco, it's in Chicago, Atlanta. But New York was calling me. Right. Yeah, so I just took a bus here, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, did, you were, I remember you saying you spent some time in Atlanta. Yeah, I lived there for a year. Oh, wow. Okay. But that was during COVID because, oh. yeah, I lost my job here in New York. Okay. was an employee for some time and I was struggling with money and my friend told me like hey i got your job here in atlanta mm -hmm. just come here so i went there and i spent there one year damn atlanta atlanta is nice like i gotta say like <laughs> when i live in florida i didn't like it i was there two years but atlanta is beautiful man yeah i, I got some family down there oh, I, nice. i've been a couple times it's, it's pretty nice the people is nice the food is nice i was working on a jamaican restaurant there. oh my god yo yeah. the food is crazy oh man i miss that the, the mac and cheese is the freaking best okay yeah okay hell yeah yeah huh so how did how did you end up here like at collective focus like what brought you here well when i came back from atlanta uh my girlfriend saw a story about collective focus doing an open house mm -hmm. i think on tiktok or instagram okay and she was like i feel these people align with you you should go check it out i came here 
on a Friday, it was an open house, and on Monday, there was another one happening for the studio. Okay. So I came to both oh, of those. Yeah. I, yeah, I, re I remember that with Jade. Yeah, yeah with Jade. Yeah. yeah. She did a presentation explaining how the studio yes, works yeah, and all yeah. that. It was like instantly I fell in love with the place. I was like, I want to be here. I want to meet these people. I want to work with them. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you, you were interested in the studio. I think at the time I was, like, kind of involved, like, in the studio stuff, but, I like, in a limited capacity. I was, like, trying to, like, do a bunch of stuff myself. But um, so did, did you come, like, interested in, like, production or engineering or what was it that? Yeah, I felt attracted by the studio a lot. Okay. Like, and also, I wanted to understand better this sense of community. Like, I never been uh, before that. I wasn't involved that much in volunteering and that mm -hmm. stuff. Andrea got me a lot into it because she's right. been doing it like forever. So she really put me into this pal this place called Los Sures here Los in Brooklyn. Sures. Yeah, I think we have done a few things with them in the past. Is, is that the one uh, over on White? No, Cyprus. I think so. And actually, I can't remember right now. Okay. But they do also Food Distro Weekly. Okay. And I, I used to volunteer there for a while during COVID. Fine. Uh, yeah, I went there every week. It was really nice, you know, just putting back of food together, mm -hmm. working with people there. It was nice. So that was my first kind of experience here in Brooklyn with volunteering. I was like, oh, shit, I, I want to keep doing this. This is nice. And I want to do it here. And then, yeah, the studio, too. Okay. Me. So so your your main, like, art form is, like, music. And would you say more on, like, sound engineering side? Or do you, uh, like, uh, relate more with, like, production? I like both. When I was studying, I went for, for audio engineering. Mm -hmm. And when I was in the career, we had a lot of music production classes, too. Yeah. And I kind of, it's not that I regret it, but I felt like, damn, I want to study uh, music production, too, because it's so interesting as well. Yeah. And then I got to study it by my side, but I would say, like, a little bit of both, because sometimes I had to produce stuff for people, like, they want me to add instruments to it, they want me to record different things. Yeah. Yeah, but I do enjoy, I think the thing I like the most is mixing. Okay. Me mixing is like okay. yeah. Yeah, I I know you I know you do like a lot of production stuff too. Like you like synths. And yeah. I, I know um you were working with Davis and Jade Man, on like those some were synth beautiful production. times, yeah. yeah. Because it was very organic because Jay and Davis were doing a lot of like organic instruments like mm -hmm. the gongs, all the That shit yo. Yeah. Some of those sound healing sessions were Amazing. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It was focused on healing. So I was playing synthesizers, combining with this, and it was so beautiful. Yeah, it was it was gorgeous. Man. I missed that. Yeah. Why Why did you um Why did you choose music to be like your thing? Like, how did you get into music? Well, when I was like fifteen, sixteen years old, I had a an accident playing soccer. I broke my, my femur and my knee. Whoa. Yeah, it was really bad. But, you know, I have had a story with my leg since I was four. I had an accident. I could have bent my leg ever in my whole life. But I was very stubborn. I wanted to play soccer. I wanted to be also like a, the, the, do sports. And um, after that, I decided I'm not going to do sports anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit anymore. Like, this fuck is, sports. Yeah. And then by this, at the same time, I had this homie like this friend from my childhood that he bought a guitar 
He was influenced by his cousin. And he bought it to my place and he played with me. And it's the first time I play a guitar ever. And I was so, like, I don't know, man, called by it. It was like, shit, this is so much fun, man. I wanted to do that. So I I started playing guitar. And after that, I just stick to music. Wow. Is is any of that, like, influenced from, like, Venezuela? Like, do you, you, do you play, like, the native instruments or... Uh, I so? used to. I had I had a cuatro before, which is like a cuatro. What's yeah. that? It's like a small. It's very similar to the ukulele, just different. It's kind of different. It's okay. not the same. Yeah, and the it's to play folk music. Like oh. yeah, I never really learned that, like the secret techniques of it because people is wild with it. <laughs> I believe I'm gonna look it up on YouTube. Man, after. you gotta see what people does with that. It's it's to me it's impressive. But I was never able to play it that way. Okay. Yeah, but I I had one and I learned it and I don't have it right now though. Okay. Yeah, when I left the country, I I had to I couldn't bring it with me. Damn. Yeah, but um, I do I I, I get a lot of influence from my country. Huh. Yeah, when okay. I make music. So, uh, like, as you were growing up and kind of, like, that transition from, like, Venezuela to the States, like, do you feel uh, you stayed more rooted in your culture or do you feel like you got influenced by, like, the American culture, like, hip-hop or, like, pop music or or American hip-hop or American pop music or more native stuff? No, I definitely, I, I had a big influence in the United States. Okay. And especially here in New York, here in Brooklyn. And it was like very expensive. Like it's not just like hip hop. Hip hop was big for me when I was in Atlanta actually. <laughs> of yeah. course, yeah. Yeah. But um man, I, I I would say like there's just so many projects, like so many different kind of genres here in the United States that I felt influenced by. <laughs> And uh, it's beautiful because in my country, to be honest, culture is very close in a way. Mm. Like there is a lot of folk music, which is amazing. I respect it. But there's like there's like very mainstream genres that is all that people listen to. And that's uh, it. You know, like it's not as open as here. I feel uh, like here it's more diverse. It's more mixed. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that's, a that's lot here. That's interesting. I, I, I kind of wouldn't even expect that. Like I, I would think that it's more expansive, like because you have like so much of the rich history. But like, you know, everybody has like their phones and stuff. So you got to get influenced. But that's that's crazy. Yeah. Now here I, I have learned my like my mind has expanded so much thanks mm. to everybody showing me music showing me all different kind of stuff yeah. do you do you feel like this community that you're a part of now um is like uh, uh supportive of like the arts that you're into like oh yeah for sure yeah i do feel like it's, and that's 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 amazing because in my country, um, it's really hard to make a living out of arts. Mm. It's almost impossible for real. Wow. Either you had money before and that's how you kind of make it happen. Or I don't know, it got to be like a miracle for real. <laughs> yeah, man, it's the percentage of people who yeah. can become an artist and live from it is too, too small. So here I feel it's different. There's more opportunities. Yeah. There's more venues. There's more people coming to the right. events. Like, I feel the support. Okay, yeah, so I, I know, like, uh, you've had, like, some events with within, like, the collective focus community. Um, 
like what what would you say is like some of your favorite stuff that you've done like over here I really like the DJ sets that yeah. I have done. With, yeah, yo, some yeah. of your sets are crazy, bro. Dude, I, I have had so much fun doing that because I just really like the fact of, like, putting people for music to have a good time. It just really made me have it. Dude, it's all so night skate was going out, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun on the early birthday, but that day the, we rented some gear and the gear broke before of the set Damn. started. So that messed up my whole set. It was really hard. Yeah. yeah. I, I can imagine, man. Yeah. I can imagine. Dude, is your, um, is your family into, like, music and the arts at all? Not that much. My mom, I would say, is the one that's the most into it. Okay. Um, yeah. I have two brothers. They are younger than me and my dad. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom is the only one that is kind of into, like, other things than my family because my family is pretty much in the same i don't know kind of stuff they all listen the same they all look at the same movies and stuff yeah, 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 yeah. but my mom is a little more open-minded she listened to my music she's my fan and she supports <laughs> me and yeah, yeah. I, I identify a lot with my mom okay yeah oh, that's interesting yeah because you you've put out a couple projects i've seen your stuff on Bandcamp and youtube yeah and you have like a, a very like uh kind of kind of like extraterrestrial almost like take on like atmospheric synthesized music and it's like really beautifully unique you know like i haven't heard a lot of people doing stuff like your stuff or really like any people to be honest i appreciate that your stuff is very unique bro and like the other artists that you collaborate too with, like yeah. that you collaborate with, they're they're really talented, bro. Yeah, I I started a record label. It's mm. called Amigos de la Casa. Yes. Right now, it's honestly very stopped. It's been like that for like almost two years. Cause, man, I I just do it because I love the people and I want to support. Right. But they always take my money, and I at the moment I I don't have a budget to keep the record label no. going. Music takes a lot of yeah, money, man. but I I'm proud of what we achieved because over like four years we released like over twenty records from wow. different artists in my country, and that's what I want. I wanted to, yeah, man. I wanted to support people there who was struggling to make music, and yeah. that's what we did. Damn, man. Yeah, I I do feel like there's there's like a kind of balance, right? With like making a living. And then also, like, supporting your art, you know? And I feel like that translates to, like, any medium of art, whether you're, like, a painter or producer, engineer, DJ, you know, sculptors, whatever, uh, clothing designer. It's it's really hard. Do you you feel like um, you're able to create, like, a good wellness routine, like, to, to find, like, some mental clarity... Um, within all of it? I think Collective Focus in particular has influenced me a lot with that mm. um, because it, that's not something that it happens a lot in my family. Yeah. Like, w- my family doesn't really do any wellness routines or anything like that. Is, is your family, like, religious at all? Yeah. yeah. They are all, like, uh, Christian. Okay. Yeah, I've, I find myself, like, a little more open to call myself a christian yeah you know like more spiritual yeah Yeah. i do believe in a lot of stuff a lot of energy going on in this universe Mm. you know um but my mom is also very she's christian but she's also very spiritual as well yeah and uh 
after being here, man, I've been so bombarded by the fact that you got to take care of your mental health, your yeah. spirit. And it has really put a lot of influence in me. Yeah. I know, like, you're in a very, like, specific situation right now. Yeah. You know, for, for the listeners listening, <laughs> yeah. um, and you might not know of his situation, but... Uh, Rohan here had to have knee replacement surgery, and it's like a long process. Yeah. Do you, you want to like take us through that a little bit? I know it's long. I it's know it's a lot long, of information, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like as a summary, I would say when I was four, I fell down, had this accident. I got a lot of things that went wrong with the hospitals. Like I got a bacteria inside of me because they didn't clean the stuff and whatever. And after that, I couldn't bend my leg right the the rest of my life and it's been like that since then um i was stubborn growing up so many times i had different accidents but after i was 16 i was okay until now mm-hmm. moving to new york affected me a lot because i started working full-time jobs mm-hmm. like in restaurants and uh, cashier in different like, places and you're always on your feet yeah and after mm-hmm. four years doing that man i was dying like i feel so much pain on my legs so I, I feel very grateful, to be honest, with this city in particular, because I got the NYC care approved, yeah. and they are covering all my surgeries. Damn, I did the math, and it's around 200K they are paying. God. Yeah, it's Damn. crazy, man. It's crazy. I, I was never, I always had my spirit down because I never thought I was going to be able to afford this. Yeah. And my girlfriend, she kept saying, dude, we're going to make it happen. And she always, she, she put me up, you know? She's like, do it. Yeah, do it, yeah. Do it. And then I did it, and I applied. I got it approved. And it's a slow process, I got to say. Like, it took, like, a year and a half for me to start doing Damn, it. Bro. But w- once I start, I'm there right now. Like, I already got two surgeries. Mm-hmm. And I have, right now in this moment, I have to be one month doing some um, physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And I think by November, December, I'm getting the knee replacement okay yeah okay so within all of that how, like how how are you taking care of like your your emotional health and like your mental health man you know, i do a I lot know. of i take a lot of distractions <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i do andrea and i have like we from time to time we have to we try to do check-ins with ourselves we try to do meditations yeah. we try to do rituals magic you know just to keep ourselves like in a good in a good place but also i try to distract myself a lot because i don't know that helps me i watch like stuff i play video games i read comic books yeah. shit like that <clears throat> has has all of this like affected what you eat and like how how you're like literally how you're physically you know taking things in yeah yeah i actually i, I that's one thing that sometimes made me feel really depressed because i i like to cook and I can't, yeah. I can't do it anymore, man. I cannot stand for too long, and it's really hard to stand with crutches and do things. And also cook, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Andrea's been cooking for me, like she's like this angel I have right now <laughs> in my life. And I love her cooking, but I, I miss doing my own things, you yeah. know, like just getting up, doing my arepas, doing my shit. Damn. I miss that a lot. But I've been eating well, I got to say. Word. She's keeping me, yeah. I, I remember uh, last time I visited your, your mom, she was uh, she was getting ready to cook some yeah. stuff for you. Do yeah. You, like, do you, um, do you find that you're missing a lot of your traditional food? Like, Oh, man, that was one of the toughest thing for me when I moved here mm-hmm. because I was also used to the fact that my mom always had 
like this really balanced menu every day. <laughs> good breakfast, yeah. good uh, lunch with salad and protein. Oh my god! Yeah, and then yeah. a good dinner. So I was Ill t- eating very healthy there. No, there's there's nothing like mom's cooking. Yeah, and then I moved here, and then I started eating, you know, freaking McDonald's. And <laughs> I don't do it anymore, though. Yeah. But at the beginning, when when my budget was tight, I used to eat a lot of bad food, man. Do you um? Do you feel like the the diet here in America is like very different from like your diet back home? Yeah, one thing that I miss a lot are the juices. Mm. Man, the juices like here. Like just fresh juice. Yeah, that I miss so much. You can find that everywhere, man, in my country. Yeah. And here is so hard. The, you always find the ones at the market, <laughs> and they are so like yeah, it's sweet. Like, it's too yeah, sweet, man. Yeah. Like what the hell is that? I always have to mix them with water. I don't. I don't yeah. understand the juices here. Yeah, it is. It is very interesting. Like to to for me, like growing up here, it's like everything is really processed. But like most of us are like used to it, you know. Yeah. So we're thinking like the you know like Welch's is like fresh juice, you know, or yeah. or like even when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, it's orange juice. Drinking <laughs> drinking like Sunny Delight and stuff, yeah, you yeah. know. I mean, they're not bad. It's just like, man, I miss the classic juices that they used to make at home. Yeah, it definitely feels like there's there's a lack of access to like fresh stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, you can find it in some places, but it's very expensive. Yeah, it's very very expensive, yeah. and I don't know it. <laughs> it's like to get fresh pressed juice is yeah. like ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, for like, like uh, yeah. you know twelve fluid ounces, maybe. It's crazy. If, if you're lucky. Yeah, I miss that. I miss that from my country. Yeah, man. Food is food is such an interesting thing because, like, I I mean, my personal take on it is, like, food really affects your your productivity, right? Yeah, like, for sure. Like, f- having good food changes, like, your brain chemistry, you know, because, like, a good meal can last you for a long time you know yeah. and it's it's more than just like to fill up your tummy it's literally brain food yeah it is know? it is and you gotta think about it like people are eating like mcdonald's all the time or, and you know that's what their brain is using to fuel itself yeah so it's like damn you know like there's there's um there's a difference in in how you how you operate based on what you eat yeah you know no i agree man i agree i think also collective focus have changed a lot of my like in a good way like my uh habits when i eat because i always get food from here oh yeah yeah i always try to get food from here and i get really good vegetables really good proteins too mm. and it's like it always been supporting me in this whole process since i started here yeah it, de- really it, it definitely I'm appreciative of this place, too, because yeah. I, I get the food from here, too. But it's like, I don't understand why fresh food is, like, so expensive, yeah. you know? Like, fresh produce should not be... I think it's it what you just said about people here is very used. A costume, just, that's what it is, you know? Like, yeah. food is produced, it's massively, like, produced. So, fresh food is more expensive. That's just how it is. Yeah. Do you do you feel like your access to fresh fruit, like where you're living at now in Brooklyn, is is limited, or do you feel like I know you said you get food from here, but like when you can't come to Collective Focus, like how are you getting your food? We do groceries from time to time. Like we also mm. like you know we spend our good money there, but it's hard to get like fresh stuff, like you said. Yeah, 
there's this place around the corner where I live. It's a church. Okay. They also do food distro on Mondays. Damn, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, so we go there when we, you know, when we need it. Yeah, yeah. So you rely heavy on like the community. Yeah, and, for like, sure. The, the food coming from yeah. these these rescues and pantries. Yeah, I try to also like buy in like good places around because there's so many new restaurants all the time opening them. And the prices are crazy to me. I'm like, what yeah. the hell is this? Yeah, it's expensive to eat out, man. Yeah. It is. It really is. Yeah. So and, and as far as, like, other other things that you're, like, consuming, um, how how would you say, like, um, like, the media is, like, affecting your your creative output? Like, are you influenced a lot by what you see? Um or are you are you more so just like doing your own thing and creating from from a place like with your other experiences? No, I think I'm heavily influenced for what by I, media. Yeah, yeah, heavily. Yeah. What would what would you say is like your your number one place for consumption? Like, are you reading newspapers? Are you on your phone? Like Instagram, TikTok. Are you YouTuber? I think YouTube. YouTube? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think over the years, the algorithm on YouTube has gotten so good because it only showed me things that I want to see. Right, right. Dude, and it's so many interesting topics that I find there. And I have learned so much just for watching Word. stuff in YouTube. Is, is it like a, like a bunch of production stuff? Or? No, actually, I, I like to watch a lot of like space things mm. and like video game stuff okay but like most like the competitive thing of video games and yeah like, you know what though that that tracks because like your music is very spacey yeah and and also like you are literally using the nintendo switch yeah. synthesizer yeah man right crazy. now i'm working in this project it's called sin road i actually been working in it for years i want to make it happen next year if the possible game. no yeah it's kind of like a game but it's like a class too. It's like a Dungeons okay. and Dragons campaign. Oh, okay. And be- inside the campaign, you're going to learn music production. Yeah. What? Yeah. And it's big, man. Okay. I- I've been writing this for years. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I'm applying for some, let's say, some funding for it. Hopefully, yeah. I get it. But if not, I'm going to make it happen by myself, you know? Where? Do you, do you feel like the climate of like how people are consuming media affects like you know our pop culture these days oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah. I feel especially like these new generations i have cousins that i know they are very hypnotized with tiktok and like they spend the whole day on there yeah. i don't think it's healthy i like it's just hard for me to understand also because i had my first computer when i was like 13 years old yeah so they get the first iPad when they are like three years old. You know, it's like it's very Damn, different. Yeah, the, the iPad is yeah. like the past, the new pacifier. It's a very different life, and I I really appreciate the tools though, mm-hmm. because now it's more accessible to record a record for anybody, and yeah. you know stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't know. There's also this bad side that. That it's meant to be that because they want you to be there all the time, you know. Yeah, they want you to it's, consume. It's the the gift and the curse, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, man. It's both for real. It's, it is kind of crazy. I and I feel like access to technology has gotten better. Like yeah. people are able, you know, more technology is getting recycled because, like, even if it's like an old 
you know, Google tablet or something, people can still access the internet. Yeah. Or, like, you know, uh, internet is becoming more affordable, even if it's slow as all hell. Yeah. You know, people... No, I agree, yeah. I think, the, I think that's the way it works. Like, when mm. something is very new, it's almost nobody can afford it. But over time, people can get it for real. Yeah, yeah. That kind of, that kind of like, is a good segue to, like, my next question. Um... This is like the million dollar question. Oh, this is the question yeah. I, I, ask, I ask everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know if you came prepared for it. But um, so the, the question is, do you feel like you can create better if you're, if you're in like a place where you're struggling? Or do you think you can create your best product if you're like comfortable? You know, like, and when I say comfortable, I, I mean like, if you're sleeping on a couch versus, like, sleeping in, like, a huge bed, super comfortable, you know, like, what do you, what do you, uh... I think, I think... Best, please? I think I, I can do both. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I... When you mentioned that, the first thing that came to my head just now is, uh, when I graduated from college, one month before I graduated, mm-hmm. I ran out of money, like, entirely. So I have to... I was literally homeless. And I had to live in three different friends' couch for, like, the whole month. So I was, yeah, going there, going there. And during that time, I remember I was composing music every single night on my computer. I think that just kept me busy, you know? So I I wouldn't, like, get depressed or... And you just remind me that. But also, when I'm comfortable, when I'm in a good place, like, I have been like that, like, right now, I would say the last year. I was in my studio, I had time to do my things, and I, I, I got to work on stuff. Damn. So I can do, I can do both. I feel like both, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Because it's, I, yeah. So I, I guess my next question is also, like, do you feel, like, um, project-based? Like, is it easier to have something, like, more creative when you have, like, a big budget for it? Or do you think, like, a small, low-budget project uh, allows for more creativity? Um, I think in my case, it's hard to speak from experience if we talk about, uh, uh, like, a good budget because i always been a low budget. Yeah. So I definitely want to once in my life experience a good budget that big budget yeah I wanna go to a freaking space expensive studio spend thousands of dollars yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. I wanna do that when I was in full sale the gear there is insane man like the studios they are stacked with stuff so dude the fucking 24 track yeah, mixing boards yeah that's what we were doing man yeah. it was insane so we were we were working with this and I got to work with it mm-hmm. but it wasn't precisely on my projects we were yeah, doing school yeah, projects yeah. you know but that was like the closest I have get to like working with. I have gotten to working with this, um, but definitely low budget. I've been like working with low budget, and I love how it pushed me to my limits and beyond that even. You yeah, know? yeah, it it really forces your hand creatively because you're like. We gotta make something. We work. gotta make it happen. Yeah. We gotta make it happen with the, what the we YouTube have. The YouTube video you made was like 
incredible, bro. Like, I want to plug that. Oh, the, the, the yeah, music like, video? Yeah, and the animations that you made were crazy. That was fun. I, I know you got some help on that project, too. Yeah, but I did that with, uh, like, some draws. We draw, Andrea draw those things. Yeah. And then we took pictures of it and then just pasted it and did the little yeah, animation. Yeah, we got we to plug that. How, how can we find that video? <laughs> If you look, Ryan Boyo. Okay. Yeah, Ryan Boyo is R-Y-A-N and V-O-I-O. And then just look for um, space. Uh, I mean the Odyssey. The Odyssey. Yeah. Yes. It's a, it, it, that's what I was inspired by a Stanley Kubrick movie. Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, bro. Stanley Kubrick is crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah! So if if there was um, you have the brain that you have now. If there was one thing that you could tell your younger self, what would you tell yourself? Oh man. I think I would say more than one thing. <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah? What's what's something but one that you would say? Man, I think I would tell to him, stop. Like I, I when I was young, I was very depressed for mm. for quite some time. I will say like I started turning my life after I turned twenty eight, twenty nine. Before that, I, I I had in my mind a lot that I wanted to die young. I wanted to die very young, actually. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I will say just like. Just to keep up because I closed myself to many things Damn. because of that. And I feel in a way I was a jerk before wow. I transitioned to become like a better person. Like a jerk to yourself or to others? I, I could be mean to other people in the past. Mm. Yeah. I could see, especially when I was a teenager, like around 15, 16. <laughs> the young yeah. rebel. Yeah, yeah. Rebel robot. I, 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 I mean, I was really bad. I, I don't know. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I would say, like, just be more open to things, and things are going to get better, for sure. Word. Yeah. I, I like that. I yeah. like that. Things will get better. It will, man. It will. And that that everybody should li- believe in that. Yeah. Because I didn't believe in that, and it happened to me. So. Damn, man. Yeah, that, now you're part of a community of people that, like, really love you, care for you, and want to see you be successful. Man, I love this community, and I feel like now I believe that things can definitely be better, and they always be better, you know? Hell yeah. One thing somebody reminded me of, like, the other day, they were just like, yo, music is timeless. Something that feels old to you can be new to somebody else. Wow, that's You know? That's so beautiful. it's like, you might not have that big budget, but... When the time comes that you do have it, you can like revamp a whole project, you know. You know something that just that, push that something that really inspires me a lot is Vincent Van Gogh. Okay. Because of his story, like he yeah, made he made so many paintings, and he never got any money or any fame, and then he died, and after that, all his art was recognized. Wow. And in a way that really inspires me because. Uh, if I die and nobody recognizes my music, but they do it someday, dude, that's cool. I I, I don't mind, man. I just want to make this because I love it, for real. Damn, that's very inspiring, man. And I, I, I think that's where all art should come from, just because you love it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a, that's what we should do, these things, for real. Hell yeah. All right, so we're coming to the end of our time. Is there anybody that you want to shout out? Anybody you want to just plug in, give some love to? Um, I think if I will have to shout out somebody, I would definitely shout out my my grandma. Yo, grandma! She died, though. She died in 2016. But I'm going to do it because she's always on my mind. Every single day I talk to her, she's always with me. She's like my angel, you know? 
I'm probably gonna say it in Spanish because she doesn't get this English. Yeah, yeah. Para mi abuelita Victoria, donde quiera que esté. Te amo, abuelita. Gracias. Abuelita, te amo. Sí. <laughs> uh, my parents, man. My mom, my dad, my brothers, Wilner, Alvaro. I feel like my family was really good to me. Yeah. yeah. They, when we, we struggled when, we were, when I was growing up, but I had a good life thanks to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a very big family, man. I have many <laughs> uncles, many aunts. Many cousins. I will definitely shout out all I of them. Know, I know your family appreciates Andrea too, man. Oh yeah. I know they. I no know they man, Andrea is my number one right now for sure, and she knows it. She she. <laughs> yeah, she knows it. She's <laughs> she's so hardcore, man. She's like the best for real. Yeah, we love her. She's keeping my life together. Um, I think also, everybody that has supported me in my. In my way to get here, just to, to stay alive, man. Especially now with this leg thing going on. Oh, yeah. You know, I have the GoFundMe campaign. Yes. So yes. many, dude, so many GoFundMe. people has donated to Make that. sure y'all tap in. Yeah, so yeah, GoFundMe. yeah. Yo, just go to my GoFundMe. Help me get that leg. Listen. <laughs> man, because I, I, they didn't tell me it was going to be this long, you know, and then it just keep going and going. So I need to get more money all the time. It's like crazy. But I, I feel really grateful with everybody. Here in Collective Focus, I got a lot of donations. Even one campaign, the SAC started. SAC, yes. you're the best, bro. SAC. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, I feel like every single person here, man, I just feel so much love for it. Especially people that have reached to me and that has tell me kind words, uh, support me in a way or another. Yeah. There's just so many of them that I add uh, If I start, you know, talking like... It's way too many people, yeah. but I love them all for real. I collective focus. Hell yeah. Well, thank you for your time, man. Thank I, you, I, man. I, I appreciate getting to know a little bit more about you. Dude, you yeah. know what? I want to I wanna shout out to you. Oh, shit. Yeah, brother. Listen, uh, I'm fair, um, last year when we had uh, Red Hot, Why Not? Mm-hmm. That show we had together. I remember I, I asked you about... Red Hot, Red yeah. Hot. Yeah. I asked you what were you drinking that night, and you said you don't drink because you're sober. Yeah. And, dude, you inspire me. I'm sober now. Damn. I'm freaking sober, man, yeah. It's a, it's a tough journey, bro. Man. I've been sober since February, and wow. I'm doing nothing. Like, I'm completely sober right now. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. So, I appreciate you, man, a lot. Because, I, you know what? You inspire me. I was, like, influenced by you. I was like, you know what? Tony can do this shit. I can do this shit too, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man, I, Pharrell, putting all this podcast together, I remember January when you came with this idea and made the space <laughs> and you had this draft of the whole thing and I was like, wow, this is brilliant, man. Yeah. Shout out to you, brother. Yeah, man. We we all deserve like some spotlight and highlight on what we do and especially where we come from because we're not all that different. I've never been in a podcast. So this is amazing, man, for real. I feel really excited about this. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, thank you, Rohan, for being here. Thank you, listeners. And we will see you until next time. Thank you all. Love you all. Peace. They out.